Telnet News Digest, 8th of February 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. New Alliance Starport commissioned. As Pleiades repair effort flounders. Tharg the Mighty strikes Sirius. The Explorer's fishy friend. Lake on backpedals on Type 7 enhancements. New Alliance Starport commissioned as Pleiades repair effort flounders. The Alliance campaign to build a new Orbis Starport midway between the homeworlds and their outposts in the California Nebula has received overwhelming support, fully achieving its goal before the deadline. Commanders can confidently expect that the new starport will have gold-plated fittings and will be a veritable home-from-home for visitors on their way to see the Alliance Pumpkin Patch. By contrast, the work to repair the starports in the Pleiades that have been attacked by the Thargoids is progressing very slowly indeed, with only two of the 17 stations the Oracle and Obsidian Orbital, showing any significant progress towards repair. At the current rate of progress, some of the stations may remain offline for more than 300 years. Reasons for the lack of progress are unclear. It may be lack of publicity, a lack of sympathy for Aegis and its belligerent aims, or a lack of rewards for mercenary commanders. The leaders of the three great powers have put out an appeal to independent pilots to help in the rescue and repair effort, but it seems unlikely that it'll have much effect, with all the information about the stricken stations hidden in the most obscure place possible. Galnet. Farg the Mighty strikes Sirius. In related news, two further starports have been attacked by the Thargoids. These newly attacked stations, Bennington's Rest in 24N Percy and Exodus Point in Hyades Sector AB-WB2-2, are both managed by Sirius Incorporated. One is more than a third of the way from the Pleiades to Sol leading to concerns that the Thargoids may be heading towards the human-inhabited homeworlds. And in a significant change of strategy, the Thargoids have, for the first time, attacked a station with no Aegis presence. 42N Percy, until recently, had an Aegis research base, but it finally shut down today following a joint initiative from the Black Flag Operations and Cooper Research Associates. The Aegis scientists had already packed their bags and were waiting for a beluga to take them home when the Thargoid battle fleet struck. They've now been left in limbo as there's no Aegis research travel officer to organise the evacuation. Has Tharg the Mighty made a terrible tactical mistake? Has he not been keeping up with galactic politics? Or is he confusing Sirius Incorporated with the Sirius Corporation? like everyone else. The Explorer's Fishy Friend Carbon will finally have a use for Explorers, 
if new formulae discovered by the Pilots' Federation boffins are adopted. Many explorers had expressed disquiet following proposals to reduce the amount of niobium, a key component in standard and premium frameshift drive synthesis that could be carried. Now, not only have the proposed new limits on materials been increased, but the formulae for synthesizing FSD boosts have been reworked to reduce the amount of niobium, cadmium and vanadium required, partially replacing these materials with carbon, a very common material that's previously been of little interest to explorers. These two changes, coupled with the proposed engineering changes that may allow some specialised chips to jump in excess of 140 light-years, will significantly improve the lives of those who explore the very outermost fringes of the galaxy, and may open up several previously inaccessible systems. It's believed that a stripy, worm-shaped being who holds a senior role in the Pilots' Federation may have been responsible for these changes, which is yet another reason for explorers to like fish. Lake on backpedals on Type 7 enhancements. Lake on Spaceways has discovered serious flaws in its jump drive technology that means it may not, after all, be able to compete with Falcon de Lacy for the longest-range exploration ship. Lacon makes two of the best dedicated exploration ships, the Diamondback and Asp Explorers. Despite improvements to the Diamondback Explorer last year, neither ship is currently able to match the Falcon de Lacy Anaconda for sheer jump range, despite otherwise being far better suited for exploration. This has led to a generation of explorers flying huge, empty anaconda freighters to the most distant corners of the galaxy. It looked for a while as if Lacon would be able to upgrade the frameshift drive on its own mid-range freighter, the Type 7, to match the anaconda's impressively long legs. But during trials earlier this week it was found that the larger FSD was putting a dangerous amount of stress on the hull creating a risk that the entire prototype might disintegrate. Lacon is currently attempting to limit the damage to its reputation by investing considerable sums of money in developing a lightweight alloy for use in the Type 7. However, it seems unlikely that Lacon will be able to match De Lacy for jump range, at least in the foreseeable future. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.